0: The Final Furlong Podcast is proudly brought to you by our official syndicate partner, All About Sunday. The latest trainer to join our ranks is Donald McCain. To celebrate, we'll be having a Sunday and Final Furlong Podcast owner's morning on Saturday, April 16th at Bankhouse Stables to see Raffles Capital and the €150,000 purchase, Invincible Power. The most expensive horse Sunday have ever To join us, download the app or visit allaboutsunday.com, the ultimate racehorse ownership experience. And by our official betting partner, Kaluki Sportsbook. Kaluki offer betting on all sports, immediate interaction with experienced traders, with instant withdrawals and the best odds guaranteed on UK and Irish horse racing. Kaluki also have betting pitches at tracks across the UK, including additional ones at Cheltenham. Join us now at collukiesportsbook.co.uk
1: And you are very welcome to the final day, I've no idea what that noise was by the way, Uh, the final day of Cheltenham 2022 on the morning line on the Final For podcast. As always I'm joined by horse racing and betting expert Mr Darren McGrath Morning Emmett Morning, Dennis. As it sounds like there's a a war kicking off in the background, as uh, from the track, uh, Mr. Dennis O'Regan, Cheltenham Festival winning jockey, joins us yet again. Dennis, great to have your company. And, gentlemen. Morning,
2: Morning, Emmett. Morning,
1: Darren. I just got to get this out of the way, lads. You were right. I was wrong. But, in a way, I was right. You were wrong. Bob (laughs) Ollinger's in the winner's enclosure. Oh, that hurts. It was a 50 50.
2: Put it down to a 50-50 Emmet.
1: Oh God! um yeah, it, you were unlucky
3: there, Emmet. You were you unlucky. You know, Jeez. yeah, you are.
1: Lads, sixteen to one in a multiple with Alaho at nine to four and Flooring Porter at six to one.
0: Oh, <laughs>
3: Off the pole yeah. Co- poles,
1: couple of yeah. um, couple of non-runners, but that was going to pay an awful lot. Uh, Here's the thing that was really sickening, and Dennis probably knows this. Uh, I'm not sure if, if Darren does, because I, I wasn't aware of this until today. Um, everybody was obviously blown away by what Gallup on the Champ was doing. But the giant screen that they have at Cheltenham, David Casey and Willie Mullins are, are watching it. Uh, he comes down to the last. He jumps the last cleanly. And the next thing they hear, oh, gasps, and they're like, "What the hell's going on?" The screen froze. They had no idea that the horse had unseated. Really, they had no idea that oh, he'd slipped really? up. Um, what an absolute disaster! It was just the reaction from the crowd that made them go, "Wait, what's going on?" Uh, has Bob yeah, Ollinger yeah. fallen? Oh, my God. So that's a, mm. that was an absolute disaster for them. Yeah. Um, I, looks, I, I looks, fe- a,
2: looks a hell of a horse, doesn't he?
1: He really looks a yeah. machine. And, and look, we'll mm. we'll do the yeah. full review on Monday and Tuesday. But uh, just to briefly touch on it, uh, you had to feel for Paul. A terrific from Rachel Blackmore that she got Bob Ollinger around, but he was being blown to pieces. And the the line of the race, I thought post race afterwards, was Henry De Bromhead saying. I never thought I would see a ho- another horse do that to Bob Olinger.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I, I'd say looking at it now and just looking at it from from a jockey's perspective, Bob Olinger didn't look right to me now in the race. Uh, I think he would have got beat by anything that ran yesterday that was of any significance. Um, uh, he, I didn't think he, I didn't think, and that's not taken away from him around. he just didn't look right to me he was screwing in the air the way he was jumping in that. Uh, I didn't think he looks hundred percent at home. Um, I don't know whether he is a actual guaranteed spare, even, mm. uh, he's, uh, you know, he, he's like a horse to me that could actually come back and trip, uh, even more, um, but as well, but I don't know. I, I, to me, it was very, it was very unlucky. Um,
3: no, you did. You but, noticed it really at the top of the hill, wasn't it, Dennis? You were yeah, kind of like watching he, it, hoping that he was going well, and then at the top of the hill I was going, nah, this isn't. This doesn't
2: look right. Yeah, I was like, he was traveling away nicely. There was a stage where I thought, "Cheapers, this horse is running, this this Bob Olinger is going to really let fly mm-hmm. here today. But then, but then all of a sudden, the, like you said there, Darren, he jumped the fence at the top of the hill, and all of a sudden he was on the back foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I, I, it, was, it was all very quick and sudden. Um have to say now that the likes of uh, Gallop and the Champs probably is a horse that could actually do that to you, but at the same time, he never looked like he was ever going to get involved. And to me, he didn't look like the Bob Olinger 12 months ago. Um, yeah. mm. I have to say now, at the same that Gallop and the Champs looks like a. <laughs> Is the future really? He looks a future star, yeah. doesn't he? So he does. Um, he does. Could be a, goal, a couple hours even.
1: Favored. Favored for
2: saying, yesterday. They were going back and trip. They were thinking about maybe they going back to the champion chase or something. Maybe yeah, tried, he, he said he's got he so,
1: looked, so much. He, he, well, it was Willie being Willie, basically just thinking out loud and just. Uh, speaking out loud, uh, the, the usual, right? yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. You just yeah, William yeah, Mullins, yeah. bingo, everyone. Um, he's clearly a yeah. Gold Cup horse, um, but he did say he's got so much pace. We could, could, we could drop back to two miles if, if we wanted. But yeah, it um, he's, yeah. he's clearly, as you were saying, with Don poli and Sir Deschamps, clearly his. Um, I know Don Polly ran in the Old RSA, but uh, with Sir Deschamps and Kelso Vic ran in, in in the Martin Pipe. Uh, he was being bridge to be a Gold Cup horse uh, before Ranger re-intervened. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and clearly yeah. that's going to be the, the case with with on the Champ as well. He's he's a stayer yeah. in the making. Um, but yeah. you are right about Bob Ollinger in that Rachel Blackmore said he just wasn't himself. He never felt like the Bob Ollinger that, that she knows. And I just wonder if... Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it more in the review. Um, I just
3: wonder though,
2: has he, been, has he been the same Bob Ollinger since Cheltenham last year anyway?
1: There's a, another non-
2: question. I'm not quite sure he was, to be honest. Uh, like, yeah, fair enough. The beginners and Goran, he was entitled to win it, and he mm-hmm. beat uh, Paddy Corkery's horse in that day. Uh, he was back in third, I think that day. Like, it probably was a good beginners, but uh, he just doesn't look—he just doesn't look a hundred percent to me. I'm just not a hundred percent. I wouldn't be a hundred percent happy with him at the moment, Bob mm-hmm. Allinger. I, I think they need to go back to the drawing board a small bit with him, even though he's won. You know, he's won. He won the Turners now yesterday, and it's all good. But uh, no, uh, I was I was a little bit disappointed with him yesterday. Now, and they
1: did they did say I have to say they're they're completely class both Rachel and Henry. That's both of them independently said that's not the way you want to win a race uh, at Cheltenham. Yeah. But look, he's the one in the winners' enclosure, and the two boys were that's right. It. So if you follow them in. You got the gravy, yeah. uh, meanwhile, uh, peas and carrots. Down,
2: but it went, fair, it went downhill from there now, I think. After that. <laughs> <laughs> it took a sharp turn downwards after that now. Oh,
1: yeah. thank God for Danny Mullins and Flooring Porter. Um, right, the, the going at Cheltenham, uh, latest track conditions are, um, well, this, now this is at 6.15, by the way, so I'm sure this is going to uh, update as we go along. Good to soft, soft in places is the current going. They have tweeted that out as well. Um, for day four of the Boodles Gold Cup Day. Uh, Having ridden on the new course yesterday, Dennis, in the pretense, what did you learn from riding on the new course that we can take as betters to help us today?
2: Yeah, I think the ground, what I felt yesterday, wasn't as bad as, say, you know, I was expecting it to be. Um, The rain was obviously very bad here on Wednesday. I was expecting it to be an awful lot worse yesterday and it wasn't, didn't want, didn't think it rode as bad as I, uh, as I imagined it was going to be. However, it didn't suit the horse that I rode, but uh, it didn't help his chances. Now, uh, you know, but I could see it being similar, even a slightly more tackier today and drying out because the there's a, a real low-lying fog here at the moment, a kind of a misty fog Um, so the sun is not just getting through, but you can tell it's going to be a, a a real nice day here. Clear skies once it all, once this lifts. And I can imagine if the sun came out, it's going to dry it out kind of sharpish enough. So I think the going description is quite accurate today. Um, it's going to be slow ground and I think it'll suit, you know, it'll suit most horses, you know, that, you know, it won't be too quick and it won't be too soft. Somewhere in the middle,
1: and you were obviously <coughs> working with some horses this morning from Gordon's yard, as yeah. as you always do. Uh, so with Gordon, two winners on the board. Um, the current leading trainer status is Willie Mullins five, Paul Nichols zero. <laughs> just, just took everything <laughs> out. Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, harsh. Took everything out. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Elliott yeah. two, yeah. Nikki Henderson, uh, Henry De and Venetia <laughs> Williams two, uh, and the Presbury Cup standings. Britain 10, Ireland 11 and I did say, Darren will back this up I did say, um, uh, I think we're going in a bit too bullish here uh, this this idea of 23-5 is a bit much um, but the leading jockey mm-hmm. Paul Town in 3 uh, Nico de Boyneville, Patrick Mullins and Rachel Blackmore on 2 um, how did Gordon's horses look to you today and who really stood out
2: yeah I think uh, I saw Mount Ida this morning I thought she looked very well uh, and I saw P- Piper, thought he looked very well. And uh, obviously Galvin is in fantastic shape as well. I think this is a big day for Gordon today, I don't think yesterday. Uh, we Obviously, you're always expecting, but I think this to be one of Gordon's biggest days now. Um, so uh, there's, there'll be uh, plenty plenty pressure on today.
3: Oh yeah, it's a day that can change his week, you know. He's yeah. got some very good chances now today. And I yeah. think it's it's a day as well that's going to suit... Irish runners better because you've, is it three grade ones, one grade two, two handicaps? Like it's quite obvious now that the English handicapper has done his job and, uh, you know, we're handicapped out, if that makes sense. So yeah, I think Gordon hopefully would have a good day today because I was starting to get concerned, Dennis, as you go down through the results, you know, for such a a strong hand and a a huge number of runners, he's had an awful lot of horses that have run very poorly. Um, yeah. is, is that something to be worried about Yeah, it something a little
2: uh, bit uh, false? I think so I think um, it's quite it's hard to put your finger on it at the minute now um, I think you'd have to say that yesterday was a disappointing enough day um, and I think obviously on Tuesday as well but at the same time an awful lot of horses ran with a lot of credit uh, there's been a lot of seconds um, yes. uh, like you know the likes of say for example three Stripe life there Yes. that was a career best for him and the likes of Queen Brook, Queensbrook, you know, another career mm-hmm. best for her, you know, so like those Andy horses, Dufresne, you know, that, and American that, Mike and yeah like, Yeah, American the favourites
3: have one have run yeah. very well,
2: yeah Yeah, I mean, American Mike now I mean, that, I think now, as time will prove that I was a, a top class bumper um, I think uh, as gutting as you would be to get beat uh, Faisal Vega looked looks an absolute superstar in the making mm. and uh you know that's the way it is like i think it's down to literally <clears throat> who's got the who's got the better superstar yeah it's not even who's got the better horse who's got the best superstar right. uh yeah. you know because uh, you'd say all oh, the first three home that chelton bumper dinner they are all potentially very good and mm-hmm. um you know i andy Dufresne ran a monster of a race you know top weight um you know, I, I, you would say yesterday was a shade disappointing, um, but at the same time when I looked through it in depth, uh, you know, the likes of Frontal Assault was very disappointing yesterday, never jumped, never yeah. travelled. I think, actually, I think a lot of it too, the occasion might have got to one or two yesterday, it definitely got to the filly in the Mayor's novice Hurdle yesterday, Party Central, uh, I was expecting her to... Maybe be a bit fizzy, but she got she got very worked up about things. And uh, you know, it's it's uh, some of the horses. Maybe they're just not quite a uh, lot of young novices there that are not quite used to going away from home and being away for a week. Or uh, there was a little bit of trouble with the uh, with traveling over. A lot of the horses, at least thirty horses, had to go to entry first, and then travel down uh, to Cheltenham right. due to the. There was problems with the ferries and things. Uh, the weather forecast was bad and t- different things like that. But um, yeah, yeah, I suppose you'd have to. You know, I tell you what. If Gordon Elliott has a good day today and he had two winners, three winners, is no, one winner to, to change his week. But yeah. uh, the fact that he's only had two winners now out of out of say potentially sixty runners up to this point, and uh, you know you'd have to be ashamed disappointed, yeah.
1: And, and
3: Davy has chosen um, Phildoor Dennis over Pied Piper.
2: Yeah, well, I'm not sure it's a choice. There, sometimes, you know. I mean, um, you know, it's 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 a funny one. I would slightly think that Phildoor was a better horse than Pied Piper. However, looking at it now, I'm starting to think that well how is Wildor going to turn the tables with Vauban? It's probably not going to happen. It didn't happen in Leopardstown, so why would it happen here? Is, is it possible um, that...
1: the I, I know there is a steep incline at Leopardstown, but 2 mile 1, um, this track, this yeah. ground, that could change things?
2: Yeah, to be honest, um, yes, it could. Uh, it could. Um, in But I just thought if the ground was softer, but I don't think come the start at one thirty today or, you know, start of the first race today uh, is going is to be, it's not going to be soft enough to really take the sting out of Vauban. Um, I'm starting to think maybe Pipe Piper is a bit more unexposed in that, you know, he hasn't been beaten yet and he has beaten Vauban. Mm. And he looked, geez, he looked fantastic this morning, I have to say. Now, I think long term, uh, file door is definitely the better horse. There's, there's no doubt about that. File door next year could potentially be, you know, real, real good. Could be champion hard horse. Um, but the, he just, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think maybe I was, I was with file door all the way along, um, all the way through. And then this morning, I just was down at the in the in the in the inside of the track, and uh, I just caught my eye on, Fyldor, on uh, Pied on Pipe Piper, and I thought, wow, you know, he looks like a horse that has really come to himself over here, you know.
1: Well, that says a lot when when a horse stands out like that. Uh, by any chance, have you mm. had the opportunity to see Milton Harris's horse Night Salute?
2: No, we haven't um, because, um, you know, I miss, all the English horses that are running in Cheltenham, they don't they don't travel, they're not at the track at this hour of the morning. They're probably at home in their own yards in the UK, so they'll probably just travel to the races from their yards. Whereas the Irish horses are all here because they have to be rode out in the mornings. So that's how you really get to see uh, a lot of these horses in the morning, good and early. Um, so I haven't seen it, Milton Harris's. I had been quite fancying that a little bit. I'd seen it winning Kempton and I thought um it was a horse that could potentially outrun its odds in the triumph.
1: Yeah, he's he's a tiny yeah. little thing. He reminds <laughs> I think we both said he he reminds you of catch it, but um mm. he he's just drifted to such a big price today that it's it's almost impossible not to get involved. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, just in terms of, of other Gordon horses that we should chat to you about today, um uh it's interesting that you absolutely uh, this is this might be the main hope
3: that's a self-serving question
2: which one sorry sorry Darren <laughs> Mount, on Mount Ida. Mount, Mount yeah Mount Ida. no she's she's yeah she's my big fancy for today obviously I'm, I'm very attached to the mayor she's I've ridden her a good bit of work and uh, again like Queensbrook uh, I've been riding Queensbrook and Mount Ida all the way along and uh, uh, I think uh, this Mount Ida is going to put up a huge performance today
1: Jinto going for the potato race, because um, it's interesting yeah. you're talking about the, the logistics of how things didn't quite go to plan with having to go to Aintree, because Katie explained that very well on, on the show last week, but um, she was also saying at the Cheltenham preview night that we did that I went, please tell me Ginto is going for the Ballymore, and she went, oh no, I'd much prefer him to go on the three-miler. Well, here he is in the potato race, um, yeah. and, and very well fancied too.
2: Yeah, no, he's very well fancied. I'd really fancy him today. Ever um, I think the three mile is right up his street, and I think he loves the ground as well. Uh, it'll be on the slow side, and he'll be he'll, he'll eat it. He's a monster of a horse. Um, he's I was I actually rode. He won a grade two in Navin there a few months back when Jamie Coll got the spare ride in him. very similar ground on the day when he beat Eric Bloodaxe, and I rode in the race for Garden and. Uh, I I'll, I'll not forget the pace we went that day on bad ground, and I thought that was a monster performance that day. I thought it was a real top class performance. Um, I think this horse comes into his own under pressure. If you watch any of his races, whenever he's come under a bit of pressure, um, you know he's. I I have no doubt that he he would have put it up to Sir Gerhard in the in the Ballymore, but he might just not have beaten him. You know, yeah. and that's. But you want to run in the race, you can win. Um so I think Jinto today is the one is the one real big fancy today. Real big fancy. Um I think he's in the top of his game now coming in here. Um but again, it's not straightforward. I mean Henry Daly's horse is a very nice horse, um Hillcrest and uh, I think Willie's got one in there with a chance as well. Um but no. I think if I was nailing my mast Colors to the mass today. I'd probably nearly say Ginto now, and Galvin and Mount Ida are, are three, three today that could, uh, you know, they could change the week for for Gordon Elliot.
1: And speaking of, of Changing change in the week, uh, it hasn't exactly been the best of weeks for Joseph O'Brien, and he has gone there with with horses who were, look, there was some horses were very big prices, but he's gone yeah. there with um with with chances in bitter was what very well fancied, um and they haven't just been beaten, they've been fairly hammered. That being said, the, Eric Bloodaxe, who you mentioned, like, he was thumped by, by Ginto, but over three miles, at Cheltenham, could that change things for him?
2: I can't see him, I don't think he stays three miles, to be honest, Eric Bloodaxe, uh, he doesn't do it for me, um, Obviously, a potentially good horse, but he doesn't uh, see out three mile well enough for me. Like, there's one thing seeing out three mile in Ireland around Limerick or or Navan, but trying to see out three mile around here in Albert Bartlett is just not gonna. It, it, it takes a horse of real stamina, you know. It's a real test, and uh, I I couldn't see it now. Um, no, I'd be I'd be uh, I'd be I'd be very I'd, I'd be very I'd be very hopeful of of Ginto. Uh, don't, don't, don't
1: do not business today. Okay, so Chinto and, and Mount Ida are standouts today. Uh, that yeah. being said, there is another horse that needs to be mentioned in the Blue Ribbon and that is Galvin, who has become favourite. Yeah, uh, Not favourite on the machine, but he is favourite with um, uh, sportsbooks. Uh, Kaluki have got him to threes this morning uh, with the runner-up from last year, uh, a Plutard. In fact, it's changed in front of my screen again. Unbelievable. Galvin uh, is 7-2, uh, Plutard 5-2. to 2. How did that happen? Um, with Manila Indo drifting out the way that he is. Galvin um, clearly is a very strong stare at Cheltenham Festival winner, and uh, mm. has been put away since his victory over Plutard at Christmas. How is he today?
2: Yeah, I think he's. I think he's got a huge chance today. Obviously, because he has such good track form. Um, he's uh, the only thing in my head with Galvin is like that. Yeah, you know, I can't get it out of my head that he's a top class handicapper. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, there's a difference, and uh, I just felt the ride at Leppers made the difference in the Savills Chase. He got probably one of the best rides of the season to win the Savills. Um However, in saying that. I didn't think a plus tard was at his best there and he probably will be better today, but I think the conditions are different this year on Gold cup day than the were 12 months ago. Um, a plus tard got outstayed basically in the Gold cup last year. He got, he got outstayed and I actually think that potentially there's some better stairs in it this year than there was last year. And, uh, it's very hard to find the pace in the Goal Cup this year. I don't know where the pace is going to come from, but... Um, That's a great I, trip. I just, you know, I just think that with the ground and everything today, it's going to come down to a real test of stamina. And I think Rachel would have a, bla- a great chance on the plus hard if she rolled him exactly the same as last year. Um, but if she feels that she can't give the likes of Nelendo the same rope as she did last year, She'll be sucked into a battle a bit sooner, and I, f- I feel that will test plus tired stamina against yeah. the likes of Galvin and Mount and you know, Menelendo. And you know, you can rule out Alvin Poro for from each way, chance as well. He's got cheek pieces on and he's been there and done it. He wasn't, uh, he didn't, it's not as if he didn't run with credit last year in the Gold Cup, you know. And William Mullins has a dab hand of getting these older horses to, uh, Run to their maximum in Gold cup, so uh, yeah, I wouldn't rule him out for a place uh, album photo, especially on the ground. But if it comes down to it, I think Galvin, I think Galvin is just a bit younger, and he just, he just, he just seems to be after coming to this kind of a point, a juncture where he could be this level. You know, uh, it's not the best goal cup I've ever seen. And uh, you know, he, he reminds me of a horse there that won it back years ago. Synchronized. Um, mm-hmm. He just came through the ranks, you know. So yeah, yeah I, right. I probably, I probably, if uh, if, if, if if I, if I was a uh, if I was a punting man, I'd I, I'd probably probably take a chance on Galvin today. To be honest, um, uh, yeah. I think th- I think it could be a big day for for Cullen Tra today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, 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 on, and on that bombshell. Um yeah. is it gonna be Galvin, Mount Ida and Ginto?
2: Yes, I think they would be they will be the three. Um I see I just find that the, the the two horses in the in the triumph find it hard to beat Willie's uh Volban. Um and there's also one or two lurking in there with chances. Um yeah. but I suppose Ginto would be the best chance of the day along with Galvin in the Gold Cup and Mount Ida um, there's plenty of horses in that Martin pipe there but that wouldn't be for me and uh, yeah I fancy a horse of uh, is it David Christie's horse that's running in the, in the Fox Hunters the wing, wing leader uh, I think he's quite a good, quite good chance yeah um, wow.
1: I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. You on better. I've got one at a at a wild price than that. Now, maybe I'm maybe I'm completely out, out of my depth here. But yeah, wing leader has been talked up quite a lot. But uh, Lord Snitchell, Lord Snitchell, even uh, yeah. for Declan I think Quigley. I
2: rode him, I Think I rode him somewhere one time. Yeah,
1: Let, let's have a quick look. He's wearing a first-time visor. Yeah. Um, he's a getaway, uh, and uh, uh, he... I
2: possibly I possibly made a road for the owner. Maybe in a similar horse, similar name. I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah,
1: he rode he he won at Limerick uh, over Christmas, <clears> and I quite like horses who who won that particular yeah uh, yeah point um, uh, to point race. Yeah. Uh, and he's been doing really well between the flags as well. So he's a horse that I'm yeah. particularly interested in. But um, yeah. I'm going to have it here in a second. Give me a second, and I'll I'll know if Dennis O'Regan was on board uh. this horse. Uh, uh, one I day, wrote him one uh, maybe not. No, but you did write for the owner. No. You, you did write for the owner of not, not it. No? Yeah. Yeah. I wrote something similar or not? Yeah,
2: uh, sure. Yeah,
1: but um, uh, well, memory. See,
2: the memory is gone with me at the <laughs> moment. Now the confidence is shot at the moment <laughs> from all my bad tips this week. So, uh, you know, that's what's wrong. There's something wrong.
3: <laughs> I just pick yeah. the ball out of the back of the net and kick it back to the halfway line. Well said, yeah, Darren. That's Darren. it. That's it. That's what tip was, off. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh we're gonna uh, well, shoot the, the lights out today. We're gonna shoot the lights out today. Don't don't worry <laughs> about it. We're we're coming. Um, yeah. Listen, yeah, looking looking forward to doing the review shows with you. Um, we'll we'll chat to you about that over the weekend. But enjoy today, and uh, yeah, so your your inputs have been invaluable, Dennis. And thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah,
2: I've have, have a good ride in the county there. I think you, you might run okay at a big price. Talk but, to me. Uh, he's, uh, well I I've, I've just been for an old need there, cask mate. He's not he's not you know, he's he's he, he's a bit about him anyway. You know, I, I couldn't see him potentially winning it or anything. But uh Gordon has another good one in that top band that he's very well fancied as well, so um but uh the handicaps have been a bit a bit diabolical this week, so we'll just stick to the championship races if we can. Yeah. Well <laughs> hey listen, Ireland had yeah. the
1: we had the one two in the in the Coral Cup. So, uh, and of course, we had the yeah. the first, second, and technically third, because Paul Nichols had only just got his hands on Bell X1 in the in the Fred Winter. So we can't complain yeah. that much. Uh, it's just the yeah. uh, as Matt Toombs actually predicted, it was going to be the novice, ch- it was going to be the chases that were going to uh, be a problem yeah. for, for Ireland. And that's, that's kind of how yeah. it's played yeah. out. Um, yeah. But it's best of luck in the county. And um, we're you. looking Thank forward you. to breaking down the races with you. Uh, on the final front podcast uh, from Monday, we'll chat to you about that over the weekend. But enjoy today.
2: That's fantastic, Emma. Thank you. Take care, Thanks, my friend. Have a good day, Cheers. Dennis O'Regan. Or bye, 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 bye.
1: Um, bye, bye. Uh, Absolute gentleman, Darren. Uh, as always, let's uh, let's spin through the races at eleven ten to Ireland in the Pressbury Cup. As things stand, uh, so the Triumph Hurdle, as we talked about, um, it's intriguing to hear Dennis flip to to Pied Piper. Um, and obviously he looks really well today I-, I think the fact that Gordon has won this race twice with horses who were beaten in the spring juvenile means Phil Doerr is a horse that we can expect more from L.A. Tom is obviously a horse that we've talked about in great depth and I wanted to put something to you about him I was reading William Olin's switch to Sporting Life from the trade paper and I was reading his stable tour and he said okay. he had no intention of running L.A. Tom this season he was very much a horse for next year. And then he was watching him in his work, and he went, oh, oh, this fella's good. So he puts him in the grade one spring juvenile hurdle, and obviously Danny rode him in the way that he did to give him a nice introduction. A um, stable debut, he's 40s, and he runs an absolute blinder. You pointed him out, you put him up on the show, nobody else was talking about him, and now he's 10 to 1. And if you think about the fact that Gaelic Warrior was making his debut for the stable and he came within inches, uh sorry to replay that for those who are on, uh, of winning the Fred Winter, you have to think that Ile Tom is is a horse who's got a, a massive chance of running a big race today.
3: Well, it's gonna be an absolute cracker. right? that's that's the first thing. And you can we could talk to four different people this morning and get four different horses in terms of you, you, you know, the, the, the front four or five in the betting. I think it's just very interesting that um, at this time of the year, um, when trainers are, are, are running hurdlers, right, they'll always be very cautious because they don't want to lose their novice status by winning a maiden hurdle, you know, for, that would um, mean that they're not novices next season. So really what, what Willie is doing here is he's, he's letting Il et des Take his chance at grade one level. Um, If he doesn't win, he'll still come back as a novice next season. So he's been very, very clever here in terms of what he's doing. He's not exactly kind of wandering up to down Royal or whatever and winning a two-mile maiden. Do you you know what I mean? He's just saying if if he's going to, yeah, it's a free shot basically and he can still come back as a novice next year. So look, it's very, very exciting. I think it's it's a huge race. I've, I've obviously a big involvement in it. We've chatted about it a lot. Dennis has given us a couple of very good points there in relation to Pied Piper and Field Door, so yeah, like you know, I think that everyone can make a case for all four of them. So and they're they're cracking races to watch. I wouldn't change my position. I was on the twenty fives and twenties for reasonable money. So yeah, I'll be I I I'll be watching what's going on in my trade a little bit, and then we, we we'll see. But I'd be really really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, I have to say that Proform, I don't want to give everything away from, from Proform because they're they're very good to the show, but um, they have Night Salute at 311. Um, right. And remember just how highly they had Sir Gerard rated above everything else. I think he was 508 um, compared to uh, maybe the next best was 340, uh, 240 even. Um, yeah, yeah. Willing to be corrected on that. Vabon 202. Ikara 158. I'm not sure he jumps well enough. Um, but it's intriguing that Night Salute is is 311. And the reason I say that is the Adonis used to be the the gold standard for the Triumph uh, Hurdle. It's been pointed out by Paul Ferguson in the Weatherby's Cheltenham Festival betting guide that the Adonis hasn't produced a winner for the last decade. Um, mm. I don't think they've even placed. But this fella's a bit different. You know, he was out before Christmas... And uh, Milton Harris has made it very keen. He has been at pains to say the only reason we haven't run him in a Grade One is because there wasn't one available to him. And you could argue, well, couldn't he have gone to Chepstow? Well, not really. That ground wouldn't have suited him. Um, and I just wonder if he's a horse who's being a little bit underestimated today. Uh, he's definitely a horse who's going to be in forecasts and tricasts for me uh, in, on the day. But Ille uh, Tomp and possibly a swing at Night Saluted at a big price. Um, but I, I'm very happy with my position on Illy on Tom.
3: For, yeah, no, I'd, I, I'd, I'd agree. Um, I think Night Salute is is a nice horse, but, you know, if he was being trained by an Irish trainer, they would have campaigned him to get into the Fred Winter. You know, you can kind yeah. of see that see that in him. So um, I just, at the minute, you know, you can't put him in the Vauban, Pied Piper, Phil conversation, but um, Milton Harris is well able to train, in fairness to him. And I think you are right. You would not be surprised if you are in the shake up here, um, and your money's on Night Salute.
1: Okay, I am um, sticking with uh, Ile Thomp with a, a, a tricast and combination forecast on Phil Doerr, who I think can turn the form around with, with Vabon. And I think uh, Night Salute. I am going to take on Vabon. Um, we've seen. Favourite speaking in this race. Final selection for you.
3: No, I, I'll, I'll stay where I am on the Alete Tomp. I have no reason to change. And that's not just about the the better the price. I think that the form um, for a young horse to be third, first time out in a grade one, and with the experience that he would have got between, you know, today and the, the Dublin Racing Festival. Yeah, I, I can see this. This horse running a cracker. And what's kind of nice about it as well, I think we've got an, an, an emerging uh, superstar in Danny Mullins. Oh. Um, and I think if, if, if we roll the clock forward 12 months, 2 years, whatever it would be, this boy's got all of the characteristics to, to potentially even be better than Ruby Walsh um, because he's well able to articulate uh, his race riding, his tactics. He's got the personality and, and the understanding of ownership, punters, um fans, everything, and he's got the skills on board. So I'm um, you know, I, I, i'm I'm chuffed a bit that Danny Mullins is writing. Um, and yeah, I, I can see a superstar ahead.
1: I'm, I'm thrilled he's on board. That's a bold statement by the way, uh, comparing him to to um, uh, Ruby Walsh, but do you know what? I, I completely agree with you. And um,
3: so he's got tactical nose, and he's got lovely hands. Yeah. and and they the, they're, they're the things that that you need to be you know going up towards the ruby walsh level
1: i wonder and it's not a go i suppose it's going to come across as a go but i like patrick an awful lot but i, I just wonder if danny was on shack and Sois, if it would have been a, a different play but hey um, we'll, we'll talk about that in the review show um the county hurdle it's all about one horse put up on this podcast by rory delargy at 14 to 1 he's here We're going to put the Mustard on Gold Cup Day with Colonel Mustard. Connor Orr taking three pounds off for Lorna Fowler. Already well in on a mark of 140. Come on, Lorna. Um, This horse is is going to be... uh, The people were going... Rory rang me yesterday. Final Furlong Podcast (laughs) listeners. Countless Final Furlong Podcast listeners were going up to Rory saying... Honda Largi, Honda mustard, go on, you yeah, good thing, um, very good, so, so absolutely loving it, and uh, thank you to everybody who's been um, shouting out Rory uh, at the track and going up and calling him to gravy as well. We love that. Um, look, I, I'm I'm not strained from him. Um, the each way terms in the race are oof, eight places, anything from fours up to eight places. Yeah. <clears throat> teary me. Shop around. How are Kaluki doing today? They were excellent
3: yesterday.
1: They were fantastic yesterday. Uh they've actually gone on the defensive with Colonel Mustard because they listened to the show. So they've gone eleven to two uh about Colonel Mustard. There's a few going seven. That's the shortest um that, that's the that. shortest
3: prize in the village there. Now to
1: be fair now, Paddy Power have gone sick. Oh actually, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it is. They've gone shortest. I don't blame blame him. I don't blame him at all. Uh I believe the each way terms with Kaluki are seven. Ah, uh, possibly eight. Ask them. Ask them. Uh, ask them what they'll what they'll give you. But uh, it's the mustard for me. What about you?
3: Yeah. Look, I was listening to, to Rory as well. I think we found it very tricky in in the handicaps all week. Um, West Cork uh, caught my eye now. To be honest, um, and you know, again at a at a price eight, nine, seventeen to two you Know six, seven, eight places if you're shopping around. Um, I think Harry Skelton has an excellent record in, in this race, mm-hmm. and that's one for the shortlist as well.
1: Yeah, has to be all right. Then on to Hillcrest versus Jinto, Manila, Crooner, Chantreuse. So Hillcrest 11 to 4, I like that gasp. Uh, Hillcrest 11 to 4, Jinto 3 to 1, Manila, Cocooner. I'm not entirely certain that he really wants three miles, but he's got. Uh, Paul Townend on his back in Chantreuse who goes the Manila Indo route is Nines, the nice guy who's kind of here because I suppose Malcolm Delamark wants runners and he wants his free tickets Yeah, um, I'd agree with that he's,
3: he's well, Except the tickets, go on well,
1: That's kind of a fact, is Nines uh, with Staghorn, who's kind of been a little bit forgotten about 16s um, Look, you know my love of Ginto, um, I think they probably did dodge a bullet in the end with, with Sir Gerard. And while I was a massive Hillcrest fan, I watched the Haydock race back again early this morning. As you prep for the morning line, you're up at 6am. Uh, that was heavy ground at Haydock and it might have just taken its toll. Plus, I am Maximus didn't do a whole lot for the form in the Ballymore. It's jinto for me.
3: Look, I thought it was very interesting um, what Dennis was saying. You know, he he referred to him as a monster that can cover ground, and they're they're the type of phrases that that are usually kind of kept for for proper racehorses. Mm. So um, I think that for Gordon, you know, we, we were saying earlier that his whole week can change on on um, the triumph and now on this. Saying for the owner's perspective, stood. They haven't, you know, they've, they have they, just had the, the mare that was placed. Um, and other than that, you know, they've, they've been striking out. So this is, I think this is big for everyone in and around the Gordon Elliott stable. Um, but looking at it, I'm not going to put you off. I won't play, um, but I won't put you off Ginto either.
1: Okay, uh, a great point made by Dennis about the pace in the Gold Cup. No native river, no Frodon, no Kemboy. They were all very prominent in the race last year. Uh, despite the fact that they ended up getting beaten by half of half Cleve Hill, basically, uh, in the end. <clears throat> um, but that lack of pace is going to, to play a big factor in this race, and it's the lack of pace that I, I know you could argue, well, doesn't this play against him? But I think it's going to mean the Tornado Flyer can actually... There won't be an issue settle. about him. Yes, he'll settle, and I don't think there's going to be too much of an issue about him getting the trip, whereas if they were going lickety-split, I think it might actually play against him at Cheltenham. Um, so he's my player at, at, at 12s. What about yourself?
3: Look, we 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 had a nice bet on Tornado Flyer at 33s for oh. for the for the King George. Oh, oh. Um, I think that your 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 analysis there is correct. We're struggling to see where the pace is going to come from. I think you're going to it, this race is going to bring out the very best in, in Ra- Rachel Blackmore because it's going to be quite tactical for different reasons. Um, I'm an Aplutar fan, but I just think as well, guys, that if you look at Chantry House, the Henderson horses have been running out of their skin. Okay, all week he's done particularly well. You put a line through the 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 bad run as as we'll call it, um, the and. I just think that Chantry House can't be eliminated at sixteen to one. Um with a one here in January. Uh, didn't do well in, in Kempton in the tornado flyer race. What happens then is everybody discards. That's it, put a line through that. Um, you know, but the previous form was all building towards a particularly good run. People will argue that he's probably a few pounds off top class, I'll say fine but he's he's got a very unique and special man now that, that's training him and he'll be turning the screw you know bringing it all, all the way up to today um i think the conditions the conditions will be will be fine good to soft suits and he's won four times on this type of ground and i think you've got to be aware when stables are are firing um, especially you know on on the big week that it is and mr henderson is so I just asked people to to have have a look at Chantry House at 16s how many places are are they paying there Emmett, for you know for for the Gold cup
1: uh, I think it's five for kaluki and um five Chantry House is 14s
3: right you know like that's that's my type of bet now you you're you're, you're seeing the way that I go that I go about things I love my shorties in do- singles doubles and trebles and then i I I like sharking for the each way value at uh, good each way terms. So I think Chantry House is is potentially an interesting one. You'd be very surprised with the way that Nicky Henderson's horses have run this week that there would be a bad run.
1: Uh form has shown a massive spike. Um Nicky Henderson was on the show in February talking about how the reason that Champ was going for the Stairs hurdle, and by the way, what a what a Beautiful ride again from Danny Mullins uh, on Flooring Porter to retain his yep. r- Asteris Circle title. Um, the reason the champ was going for that race is because they have Chantry House, and right. yeah, Chantry House is 16s and he's a Cheltenham Festival winner, and it's it's a bit yes. bizarre when you when you consider that. Um, also, Pro Form, I'll, I'll give this out as well. Uh, second top rated behind Album Photo at two three two, in a very tight um ratings market uh, that's where, where he is so kaluki are currently going uh 14s uh there is sixteens available uh, to be fair but fourteens is is the price and it's four places in the gold cup with uh, Kaluki so that's a very interesting take from Darren. Um quick one on the on the, the 100 chase. Um you love your 100 chase yeah, form? This
3: is my nap at the meeting, yeah. Oh let's um, go, let's go yeah Billaway. um I've been kind of when I've been chatting to people, I was I, I just can't uh, I, I can't see see beyond the winner there. To be honest with you, I was in Nice um, for the last run. We'll always make a couple of errors, but I think yeah, the the Willie Mullins factor here. Um, yeah, I'd be I'd be honest now and and I'd be very comfortable kind of um with, with Bill away and I'd uh, it kind of led me towards uh have, having a reasonably big bet to be honest
1: oh I like the sound of that um also Patrick Mullins of course is is absolutely phenomenal in this type of race and there is a significant quote from William Mullins as well on the basis of the the fact that they beat um that they won it at Nace the last day that was over three mile one. Um, distance yes. isn't going to be a problem for this horse. Cheek pieces applied, uh, and they seem to really do the trick. They kind of wake him up a little bit.
3: Just wake him up, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I thought he was a bit unlucky in the race last year as well. By the way, but one of yes. the, the things that Willie Mullen said is hopefully is that I think we can now fulfil the promise of giving the the uh, that because the the hundred chase prize the trophy is more impressive than the gold cup. It's a stunning trophy, and he said, yes. uh, I'm hoping that." I think what he actually said was, hopefully we can now fulfill the promise of giving that, that trophy to Mr. Turner. Uh, and I thought that was a significant quote for him to, to lay nice. out there. So, bill away. Um, and as I said, Lord Lord Schnitzel. Jeez, if I could use my mouth words. It's early. Uh, we'll, get, we'll have another sip of coffee uh, in a second. But first-time visor for Declan Quigley, um, who is talking him up as a really solid chance. Um He uh, had one blip at uh, Tallow, but wasn't right afterwards. But he's back in right order again. He's travelled over fantastic. He's in serious form. So he's the one for the exacta with Billoway. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be against Aaron there. Uh, the Mrs. Patty Power, Mayor's Chase. Uh, so this is basically a, a straight shootout, uh, according to the market, between LMA and Mount Ida. Uh, Concertista has been somewhat deserted in, in the betting, and there was a rumour that she was going to go for drift. the Mayor's Hurdle. Yeah, she's really yes. she's really drifted. Um, Big drift, yeah. And and the support for Mount Ida has come, and it's come very Heavy,
3: yeah. Look, um, I'm a Mount Ida fan, but we got to be watching how Gordon's horses go in the preceding four races. Mm. Or yeah, in the five races, I think we touched on it there when we were talking to Dennis. You have to have a little bit of a concern as as to how the horses are, okay. Um, even though the favourites have all run 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 well, um, I'll, I'll be watching before I'll play. But in terms of having the right con- credentials, you know, I, I just I like her. They pay good money for her. She's by Yates, um, who's who's a sire that I like. Prep race uh, went well when, De- when Davey Russell rode. She she ran right up to her, her mark of 152, and I think the the way that Gordon trains, he'll be bringing her on from you know January steadily, and then by by the time we get to today, I think I think she she can put in a very big performance. But you know, there's there's no secret to the fact that I'm a big uh, Gordon Elliott fan. So a lot of what I've been kind of uh, back in this week. You know, hasn't kind of unfolded the way that that we expected, so it might be one where we'll ha- where we'll have to watch and be careful before we get involved. But again, Dennis was quite upbeat and quite positive. And is it a two a two horse race? It kind of feels that way. Yeah. He, you know, it's, it's it's not the it's not the biggest field ever. The concertista drift. Would give me confidence around Mount Mount Ida. Uh, JP and Willie Mullins, though, um, will be serious advers- adversaries um, for you know in, in 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 a Cheltenham race. But yeah, that's where I think the, the money will go closer to the off.
1: Yeah, uh, Yates by the way has sired five Cheltenham Festival winners uh, thanks to Jess Stafford's work on the. Uh, Paul Ferguson yeah. book um, and is also the stallion of Chantry House, so um, no wonder. Uh, I
3: didn't, I didn't realise that, no, now there, you there make you
1: me feel better. There you go, uh, mm-hmm. and I may very well have had a winner since uh, at Cheltenham, I haven't kept an eye on it. Uh, and then we come to the final race of the day where one of my strongest plays will be Adamantly chosen for Willie Mullins and Richie Deegan. Um, really solid record around two miles. Uh, he's a horse I absolutely love and I've fancied him for a long, long time. Uh, he's my play. What about you?
3: And we'll probably be sitting this out. I think the, the way I've been reading handicaps now during the week is that the, you know, the, the additional weight that the Irish horses have been given has actually had a very negative effect. Um, I I have no issue with with your logic on adamantly chosen hollow games, chemical energy. Um, I was talking to the the breeder of um, Banbridge earlier in the week as well. And I just think that – you know, we we are, unless I'm absolutely flying right, um, I'll probably be sitting it out. and sure I ended up uh, sitting in front of the screens until half eight last night on subtle. So that was a relatively kind of <laughs> a good indication on today. It is bad when you know, <laughs> well.
1: this is. Can I say this is one of the best betting minds in the UK and Ireland? It's like, up up till half eight, watching subtle. <laughs> There, there, there,
3: there you go. So we'll see how we're getting on. Sure, The day might only be starting. Um, we'll, we'll see in terms of uh, there's there's probably more to be done on the all-weather in, in, in Newcastle and Wolverhampton. Uh, but sure, we have to make a living, Emmett. We have to make a living. It's not we
1: all have easy. to eat. We, are.
3: <laughs> we all have to eat, exactly. So, yes, uh, I'd probably sit it out. But I'm, I don't want to be ending on a, a kind of a, a flat note. This is a huge day. I love the Friday, right? Oh, I love great. love the Friday. I love the Triumph. I love the Gold Cup, and um, and I think the 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 buzz now, the internal buzz is is savage. And uh, best of luck to all punters that that we we get across the finishing line, and we're we're doing okay.
1: Well said, my man. Who's your main play today? Look, the, uh, Billaway
3: was my nap for the for the whole tournament, as I call it. So yeah, that's it. I'm 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 not going to change.
1: He's gone into the multiples. Um, I've got Lord Lord Schnitzel. I can still can't do it uh, in in a yeah. number in a number of plays. And uh, and my nap is uh, blatantly stealing the work of uh, Roy Delargy, Colonel Mustard. We'll put the mustard. On the final day of Cheltenham, come on Lorna Fowler uh, and Connor Orr taking off three pounds. Uh, we'll get the job done with the mustard in the county hurdle. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, can I give you a piece of uh, braggadocious news, by the way?
3: Go on. I do not know what you were going to say there. Go on.
1: Spotify were on me and said, uh, if you were to do a direct comparison between ratings which doesn't really work, but if you were to do a direct comparison between ratings of the morning line on the Final Front podcast and the opening show, the opening show has had 130,000 viewers. Uh, We've had 150,000 listeners to this show each morning.
3: Wow. I didn't realize that.
1: And that's a massive thank you to everybody who's tuned in. So um, hopefully we're steering you in the right direction. Uh, Thank you for all the support. Um, The... Preview shows all. Glad you
3: said that to me today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Jesus, right? Okay, yeah.
3: <laughs> that's, how you, that's how many you just thought it was you, me, and Dennis.
1: <laughs> that's how many you're hitting. Uh, so, that, thanks to thanks to Spotify for for giving me that. That was a, a nice a nice boost yesterday and um and thanks so much to everybody for listening uh, i really hope you've enjoyed it we have uh, three reviews planned uh one with nick look we're looking back in the stories darren doesn't know this yet but darren hopefully you're doing the two reviews uh both with dennis okay. uh so it'll be monday and tuesday as we break down monday uh, we break down tuesday and wednesday and then thursday and friday uh monday and then tuesday for those uh as we do Traditionally, so looking forward to doing that. um I've really enjoyed doing the morning line with you, mate, and uh, the best of luck to you today.
3: Thanks, Emmett. Sure, we'll chat to you next week. Take care. Bye
1: bye. And of course, I'll be chatting to you on WhatsApp during the day as well as
3: we see during how the things day, go.
1: Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. It's the final day of Cheltenham. Indulge, enjoy yourself. Uh, when you're going up to Kaluki uh, at the festival, and it was 74,000 people there yesterday go up and ask for a price go up and ask for extended place terms they're more than willing to engage with you they're more than willing to talk to you do that and see what you can get but more importantly enjoy the day this is what we've been building to since the Martin Pipe ended last year since Gallop and no, won the Martin Pipe last year we've been building to this moment so it's the final day indulge good luck we'll chat to you on Monday be safe from Darren, Dennis and myself We'll talk to you on Monday. God bless.
0: The final Furlong podcast is proudly brought to you by our official syndicate partner, All About Sunday. The latest trainer to join our ranks is Donald McCain. To celebrate, we'll be having a Sunday and final Furlong podcast, Owner's Morning, on Saturday, April 16th, at Bankhouse Stables to see Raffles Capital and the 150,000 euro purchase, Invincible Power. The most expensive. Horse Sunday have ever bought to join us. Download the app or visit allaboutsunday.com. The ultimate racehorse ownership experience, and by our official betting partner, Kaluki Sportsbook. Kaluki offer betting on all sports, immediate interaction with experienced traders, with instant withdrawals and the best odds guaranteed on UK and Irish horse racing. Kaluki also have betting pitches at tracks across the UK. Including additional ones at Cheltenham. Join us now at kaluki